It's your guy Uncensored, giving you the best footballing lesson outside of a Ronaldo step over. Before we start, be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss out on all our content. Join the conversation, use the hashtag Momentum. Guys, we're back again with another episode of the Uncensored Football Fan. And obviously we've had another busy week, we've got lots to talk about. Um, obviously on the show today we've got Nate and North, North Bank. Yeah, is North Bank? Bank? It is the North Bank. It's the North Bank. You're back again. And we've also got Del from the Paxton Road. Evening. 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 After... Good morning. <laughs> Wherever you're listening, we're here to discuss the, the going on in football, as you know. So we've got a lot to talk about. So we might as well crack on. And let's start with, I guess, everyone's talking point at the moment is um, this, the, the, the smiling assassin or the baby face assassin. Are you going to social? He's he's coming to the English game a second time around because obviously don't forget he was manager of Cardiff. He's coming second time around, better players, won six in a row. He now knows everything about football and and it, he's the best thing since sliced bread. But my question to you guys is, what does he need to do to get to the Manchester United job? Um, or is it that they're not going to give it to uh, him? First things first, I don't know. Does he want the Man United job? Like, does he actually want to have the Man United job full time? I think the way he's the way he's come through now, he's kind of got it on a very much. It's very positive. I think if he does well, he increases his worth. So when he does want to come onto the yep. bigger stage than the Norwegian league, he's got that kind of pedigree. And also, I guess if he does slightly flop, then you can kind of say it was the kind of well, it was the impossible job anyway. He's he just came there to tidy yep. up Mourinho's mess. Win-win. Yeah, so that's so. I mean, that's why I think it's. I don't know if I personally, I don't know if he's ready to have this job full time. We also okay. need to clarify uh, one thing: Has he got a Manchester United job, or is he? Uh, how can I put it this way? Is he the is he the face behind the throne? And actually, all they did was oh. resuscitate Alex Ferguson. Jump, jump start is is. Pacemaker, roll him back in situ, <laughs> and then the just carried on. That's the well, he's got these same back four that I mean, not back four. He's the same backroom staff that he had when he left. So Mike Feeders jumped back yeah, in. Yeah, he's got another guy. Back he, and he's, from, he's suddenly so, turning up for training because he's got nothing to do, or the library's closed, or whatever. I don't know <laughs> what he's been doing in his retirement. But uh, all of a sudden, he's back in, and he's and he's coming in to watch training. Really. Really, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he's got that job. It's he, he's he's the acceptable face of Alex Ferguson coming back, um, and having more of a say. And it just goes to something. It just goes to show that um, all the nonsense they're talking about now for stability, they've had to reach back in and get the guy who did the job in the first place to come back. And take over control again. You could have a point there because, um, funny enough, when the, the I mean, apart from Mourinho, another name another manager in the last twenty five years or so who, who, for one game, could be any team anywhere. And looking back at the the Man United versus Spurs game, I wonder if Oli Gunnar should come up with that idea to go right. You know what? Let's match Spurs and let's back our pace to beat to cause them more trouble than them causing us. 
And it was a Alex Ferguson kind of move. You, you saw him doing a pass against Liverpool, set up a team. He'll bring in some of that G Sung Park out of nowhere. He'll play his, out of his skin, score the goal, and they'll win one nil, and everyone, they'll just go home. And it just it did seem that way that it, there was a mastermind behind it. And is Oli that mastermind? I don't know. <sighs> yeah, like I said, I to me, to me that was a very good point because I haven't really even thought about that to be honest. And maybe you're probably 100% right. Maybe it is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is literally just the face. He's just the person in front of the camera. I don't mm. think, like, I mean, I don't think that you've got those players that are going to sit there and say, okay, Mourinho's won any, everything. Mourinho's my manager. I'm not going to listen to him. But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to come on and because he came off the bench in 99 and what, like, helped score the winner. I don't think they're going to... That's not commanding that same respect. You know what I mean? I don't know. Some of them are old enough to be to, to know that he scored were born in that Probably year. Probably not. In I don't even know. <laughs> Probably not. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I think in terms of him, especially in terms of him getting the job, I don't think so. I think his club, Mould, have literally, or Mouldy or however you say it, have literally said, look, he's on loan to you. And the only reason he's actually on loan to you is because we're on the off-season at the moment. This, we're on a break. Right. We're not home, so when he goes back in May, I think he's missed pre-season and maybe the first couple games of the season. They signed right. him for a contract to 2021. I don't think there is that kind of thing. But I think it, I think it came with its own benefits. I think everyone's getting paid. Shulkshire's getting paid. I think the club's getting paid. Maybe they get on a little fancy tour to England or Man United have got to go and play in Norway. I mean, those kind of things. I, don't, I think it's a mutually beneficial thing. I don't think they generally think that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the person that's going to turn around and save Manchester United's day. So I think they're just kind of biding that. I think when they tried that with Ryan Giggs, it doesn't work long term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that, that, so... that, would be, that would be my view. And I just think they've just found a very sneaky way of getting uh, the old guy back in charge and giving him some responsibility. And he could do it for a short period of time. And they could try and okay, look well, at who, who replaces him long term. Let me put this to you then. So, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer finishes third in the league. He wins the FA Cup. And then, or whoever's, well, currently he's in charge. So, let's just say he's in charge. So, he, he's he's won the FA Cup, finished third in the league, and got to the semi-finals of the Champions League and lost on penalties. Can you not give him the job after that? Um... Yes, because it's not their intention to give him the job. It's Their intention is to get through this period. It's not about getting him the job. It's getting through this period. Yeah. Who can they get, Who can they then attract? What kind of club? Let's not get it twisted. Oh, look, in their last match against the top six side, they actually got outplayed, right? More importantly, the tactic they played was a.k.a. Jose Mourinho all day, every day, and what he's been doing for the last four years. So it's not as if they changed. Um, well, I disagree, because I spoke to a Man United fan, and he, he, he was at the game, and he said to me, um, the difference, because I put that same point to him, you, you, all of a sudden you're, you're lauding Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and saying what a wonderful tactical performance he put out there, but... That's the same thing Jose put. He goes, well, no, Jose would have started the way they ended the game. And what? rather than having that 
so at the end of the game, they had what was basically eight men behind the or ten men behind the ball, and and um, Lukaku up front of his own, trying to control the ball for 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 his life. Um, he no, said again, that, that's how he, he was pragmatic enough where he 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 put in horses for courses. Yeah, he may have gone with Lukaku um, instead of um, Lingard, right? Rashford. No, no, he he, he played uh, Rashford uh, against Man City when he was there. He he he, he was into Rashford. The whole the whole um, people are getting it twisted that like Mourinho was this boring. Pre- they did exactly the same as what Mourinho has been doing for most of his career. That's all they did against Tottenham. Like maybe it was a ta- they, they're going on like it was a master plan. What to just to do what the players um, have been doing most of the season and last season? That's not a master plan. That's just what the player. That's just the players that you've got in front of. A master plan would have been, and the only change was to put in Lukaku instead of uh, Lindegaard instead of Lukaku. That's that's not exactly tactical now, is it? That uh, this guy um, has has brought to Manchester United. That could have been Mike feeling just um, waking up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, that's not a masterclass, is it? I think if if Chelsea, I mean, sorry, if United had convincingly beat Spurs, like they beat Spurs and yeah. David uh-huh. Hare was man of the match or, or whatever it was, I think if they had convincingly beat them, then mm. I could have said, yeah, maybe it was a bit of a master plan. But yeah. beating another team 1-0, do you know what I mean? It's... Yeah. It's almost like a hit and run jump. I don't necessarily know if it is a master plan. That's my only thing with, and I feel like yeah. coming up against some other teams. I, if of if Gunnarsson, Ole Gunnarsson, I can do this con- um, consistently throughout the season, they can say okay, there's something about him. But I think he, like you said, he's put in there to put a, do a job. And I think even if you look back, and we've seen it before, do you remember when Robert Roberto Di Matteo went to Chelsea and was the manager of Chelsea? Yeah. They won yeah, the Champions yeah, yeah. League. Yeah, and you think to yourself, well, you can't sack a man for winning the Champions League. They got rid of him still because, like, ultimately, that's not in their master plan. Yeah, he's just there but just to kind of just do a job. It's not. It's 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 not even that really. They, if you if you look at that game, there there was there was no point in that game that he's come on and said, right, you two swap over. And then, or he's moved players around, and then they're suddenly dominating the game. They ended up; they didn't even outplay Tottenham in the first half. They scored on a breakaway from a Tottenham mistake. Yes, you held on, but at second half, if you're a top six team, right, that second half was embarrassing because you you didn't really string three passes together. Right, so that's why I don't see that this was a master plan. This was a little bit of. Um, it's worked out and we struck lucky. Let's see how we can ride this momentum and to the end. And let's not get this weird. Some of of their players are actually good players if they put their mind to it. What it showed is that Mourinho had fallen out big time with most of that squad and they had down tools. And that's the reason why they got rid of him. Okay, so... We're on the mindset then that no matter what Oli does this season, 
he's not going to be the manager next season. No, 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 no. We're not saying he's not going to be the manager. That's just not their plan. If okay. they if they carry on winning, right, gonna, momentum yeah. is going to take it where the fans, it's, it's just going to be irreplaceable. Can you imagine? If they, let's say they finish fourth, get to the semi-final of the Champions League and win the FA Cup. That that kind of momentum, they've got to do it. They've got to pull the trigger on that, because who's gonna who's gonna be uh, the the CEO or whatever he's called who says, yeah, you know what, lad, sorry, I still want to go out and get another guy, and whether it's Pochettino, let's say it's Pochettino, he comes in, he's won nothing, he's won nothing. Can you imagine if if um, um, if Solskjaer wins an FA Cup. Sorry, guys. I'm just just while you're going now. I know you keep talking about it. They got Arsenal next round, so let's just put pause. On <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. But in in, I don't think they will. But in the long in the long shot that they did, my God, can you imagine the momentum behind? Who's going to be the guy that goes? Yeah, you know what? We're still going. We're not going to go with him. We're going to bring in this other guy because we I, think we've got a long term plan. He's to be honest, I think still, I, I personally still think they would. I, I don't think even if he won something, they'd keep him as their manager because that isn't in that isn't in their plan. And ultimately, no. you just say, okay, well, look, you came in, you did a job, yeah. and then in three years' time or four years' time, when Shokshire thinks he's big enough for the main United job, then you put yeah, him in exactly. That's yeah, my yeah. thing. Is I feel like they are going to go for. They want a name. They want a potch. They want somebody that's going to try and bring the glory days back to United. United, yeah. ultimately, even if they win the FA Cup, they're not happy. They want to win the league. They haven't won the league for years. Do you know what I mean? And that's their bread and butter right now. You, if you look at them and they look at their rivals and City are dominating Manchester, they're not happy about that. So as far as they're concerned, that's what I feel deep down, that's what United fans want. It's not, it's not only... They, they want to get back to being a big club and all this. You heard it in Gary Neville's commentary. He goes, oh, we've got a track record. He's, we've got a track record on goalkeepers. Since when? Like, you, you, De Gea is a world was, was a world record um, uh, transfer for a goalkeeper back then. Right, that's not a track record, and he's your best goalkeeper since Schmeichel, and before Schmeichel, you never had a decent goalkeeper. Oh, that does a little bit. Oh come on! Even with Bartes, they didn't win the league. He was he he was he was a good. Oh god, my! I'm gonna hate saying this because I always say this. He was a good shot stopper. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but he he wasn't that good in the Premier League. He was a bit like Bravo at Man City. Is it Bravo? I think it's Bravo at Man City. He he couldn't come for crosses. But that's the thing with with um, modern day football. Everything's based around the Premier League era, and Smike was there the whole of Premier League era. So what yeah. Gary Neville is technically correct in his eyes, they've always had a track. No, but that that stupid dwarf keeps going on with um, oh, we've got a track record of uh, of of uh, sticking with our managers. What in the Premier League era? They they, they kind they've of... only had one. Well, they've exactly. only had one. And then when they got when he retired, they sacked every guy that came in since. Yeah, they got no track record. They got none. About from as Ferguson came in, that's where the world began. That's how he treats it. But that's just like saying that's just like saying it's the same thing with Arsenal. It's about it's like saying they've got a track record of sticking with their manager in the Premier League. Well, that's because they've only had one. 
they haven't got a track record. Don't, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean they're not going to stick with the guy. It just means you don't have a track record of sticking with the guy. You've only, if you've only ended up one guy, it's not a track record, is it? You've just done really well with that one guy. And that's the, and I'm not knocking Manchester United for doing well, but don't say you've got a track record. No, you haven't. They bang on that they've got this track record of bringing through youth. They brought through one group of young players all at the same time, roughly, who lasted their 15 bloody years. That's it. You haven't got a track record of doing it. That's just what you did. Now you've got a couple more youngsters uh, coming through. Um, uh, oh, God. Uh, Rashford and Lingard. But that's it. I think after that, the the 92 boys or whatever it is, the only other... I, I might get this wrong. I'm sure some United fans will come on and tell you. But... Uh, what's his name? Gillespie, wasn't it? Who they sold to um, Newcastle, partly yeah. Andy Cole deal. And Danny Welbeck. Danny <laughs> Welbeck, who they sold to Arsenal. Un- unluckiest footballer in, in, in the Premier League era, I think. Mm. And I can't remember myself. I can't remember. And this is, I'm not saying that every um, other clubs uh, have bought through young players or they're the worst in history. I just think you, you don't have a track record of doing it. People um, are commentators at the moment, speci- specifically in their mindset, have got a, a, a warped view of the world. It's the same with some of these Liverpool commentators. My God, they've got a warped view of 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 where Liverpool are. Well, let's 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 just go off on the top another subject. As you're talking about youth coming through, and this one one probably close to your heart. Um, so, we're talking about a, a young, um, well, he's not young anymore, a, a striker, um, Harry Kane, at your club there. So, in the game, obviously, he was injured. And um, a couple of days ago, I, well, a couple of days ago, it must, no, it must have been yesterday. Yesterday, I got sent a, um, a text message from a Chelsea fan, and it did make me laugh. Um, I'm just going to read it out to you. It goes, uh, you may have heard this already, it's doing the rounds. There was a young man called Kane whose ankle was worse than sprained. Despite all the good touches, he'd end up with cr- on crutches and his team won no trophies again. <laughs> <laughs> now, it made me laugh. I, I have to say it made me laugh. And then, so it's put on the point where, obviously, he's been injured. It became um, breaking news, <clears throat> you know, and... You know, Tottenham fans were going ape, going right. Season's over, or we need to buy somebody now. We need to change it up. We need to do something. We've lost our one of our own, as they, as you like to call him. So, how how do you feel about it? Where 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 do you see this injury impacting your season? Is your season over? It, I mean, it's not over because you've got games to play, but is your season over in terms of winning things? That's what everyone's in it to do, right? Everyone's in it to win something. Um, is it over in terms of winning something? Um, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking to me first. Sorry. Um, is it over if if I don't in terms think of is that interested actually? Just... <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it is over if you don't believe in the other twenty four players in your squad. I suppose it is over. Yeah, uh, I've never, I've never known 
um, uh, one man be able to win a game before, if you believe in that, then yeah, it's over. But um, <clears throat> you got a chance as anybody. They've got a chance against Chelsea. They're one nil up uh, to get into a final. Um, I'm not too sure who will be playing in that game, but uh, they've got a chance of beating Chelsea in that game. Uh, yeah. Uh, they've got a chance of beating Borussia Dortmund. I, I haven't seen Borussia Dortmund this season, to be fair. I don't know what they're like to play against. I don't know what formation he's going to play. I don't know who he's going to play out front, but they, they've got a chance. Um, they've got a chance because they're in the game, but Realistic. Is your is your chance enhanced by Harry Kane? Of course it is. He's one of the top strikers in Europe. Um, oh. is it ended by him not being there? Not really. <laughs> not really. Um, in terms of winning the league, they only had an outside chance anyway. Um, you still have that same outside chance. Why can't the manager come up with a formation that the players can play to? I'm, I I don't understand. Um, how that works, really? I'm, 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 I'm. Okay, let's all right. Let, let's 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 put pride aside. What he's saying is that Kane's gone. Son's mm-hmm. going to the Asian Cup or whatever it is, maybe. Yeah, you're left with Loriente. Okay. Do you think Loriente is going to be the guy that's going to be able to keep you in the running until Kane comes back? If you play to a certain formation, he could be. Yeah. And I guess you ha- you'll have to change the way you play, but I don't know. I, I, that's up to the manager. Um, I I couldn't honestly st- stand up and go, "Oh yeah, that's it. We're done. That's our season. We might as well pack up and go now." That that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me because what happened to the other ten players who will be playing? Have they suddenly become that. Have they suddenly become rubbish? So you've got to have a. a there'll be a team plan that and how to play. It depends on how effective that is, given the players who will come in. It may not be Lorente. He might start with Lucas and play... Uh, he might go back mm-hmm. to a 4-3-3. Three, three. The next three games are... Um, I cannot remember now, but I well, think it's... It's Fulham. Uh, it's Fulham, it's Fulham Watford... No, 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 no. In the league. Sorry, in the league. I'm just right. going... Fulham, Watford, uh, Leicester, I think. Uh, and two of those goes. Two of those games are at home. Home? Uh, oh, uh, Wembley. Sorry, <laughs> or in their in their in their current stadium. Um, why are they not winnable without Harry Kane? I I'm not. Do you feel you don't have to win seven nil? You only have to win by one goal. So, okay. Again, again, I don't really know how you can class it as what well, your season's over. There well, is another seventeen games. Isn't okay, no, I just, so you're obviously, you're, you're obviously yeah. still believing that you're you're still in transfer for a good no, season. No, I just say there's a chance. There's okay. a chance. I just I don't hear your your voice, and because it's been much, it's been said a lot in the, in in the media everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. I didn't want to go too much detail because of the fact that everyone's talking about it. For me, it's one player's been injured. It's not that big a deal. Move on. To the it's next. just like that would just be like saying. If a Bamiyang does his hamstring now, Arsenal season's over. Ooh. It doesn't. It doesn't. It it doesn't make sense because it's not because you've got Lacazette. If you can play to how uh, that to, to uh, not that he's not informed, but to to the best abilities of Lacazette, 
does it does it make yes, them less I, of a sorry, less of a team? No, it doesn't. We're not saying, and I think okay, I think I guess generally it's not Kane not being there. Obviously, clearly, it's not going to be the end of Spurs' season, but it, it has the potential to put a dent in your season because Kane is that player <laughs> that even if you are playing awful, he can still turn yep. up. Yeah, and he has turned. No, but and I think that's probably and it's that kind of fear that potentially defenders will not necessarily have now because they're not playing against the Kane, yep. or they're not playing against. Son. But then I think be honest, that's... get Son through this Asian Cup. If Son still has the form that he has currently, Spurs are still as dangerous as they but... were because realistically, I've watched a few Spurs games, not many because it's not my team, <laughs> but whenever I watch them, Son is the danger. So you yep. don't watch cups. <laughs> Don't watch the odds. <laughs> but, it's, but Son is the danger. It's, 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 He's the guy that's making a difference. But that's where I think it's down to the players that will come in and the manager to come up with a game plan. I, I can I can say I can honestly say yes, it may, it impacts the positivity towards uh, that when the players go out on the pitch. But does it affect the outcome? No, it doesn't. Okay. They, they those players have got to perform. That's that's the be all and end all of it. If they if their season goes off track, you cannot. It it can be a symbol of what's happened, but the other players will have to look at themselves and say, you know what, maybe I'm not that good. That I couldn't carry that I couldn't carry the load outside this guy. Maybe I'm not that good. You have you have to say that. And also, Kane's been injured before, and he's come back earlier than expected. So it may not. Do you know what I mean? It may not even be as bad. But more importantly, he was injured before and they carried on winning. So it's not as if you can say, you know what, they collapsed before. Look, what, look this is what's going to happen now. Not necessarily. Don't get me wrong, it can still happen that they, you know, go on a run of losing games. But the last time, they, he's done it twice. He's done it the same ankle twice in the same period of the season. And they came back, or well, three times, I think. They came back from that and carried on performing. It de- it just depends on what uh, the players do now, really. And that's up to the manager and okay. the players. Okay, well, as I said, let's move away from the from the Kane show. It's not all about um, um, Mr. Harry Kane. Um, but you, you did mention one thing there, which is um, it's up to the manager and what the manager actually can get out of the rest of the players. Talking about managers and getting out of players, um, there's one manager that's notorious for turning up at clubs at the right time and it just made me wonder this week when I was looking, thinking about it and I thought about it and I went, Jose Mourinho I'm, we're going to see him again but where? What club is he going to end up next? Because I think it was in the news recently he was linked with Benfica and he turned it down so that mean that sounds like a man who goes nah I've got a bigger fish to fry over here I, I, I don't need Benfica there's a bigger club coming in any, any thoughts on where you think um, Jose is going to end up for me, I don't think Mourinho ends up nowhere for a little while. Personally. Okay. I think, like, you look at him on paper, he's still a world-class manager, but he's a manager that gets his ego in the way. And the problem is, is that you're now going to have to have a club. Whoever comes in for him has got to understand that his ego is going to be an issue. And if they can deal with the ego, then he can carry on. I don't think he'll come back in the Prem. Like, I don't think Chelsea are going to go for him for a third time. I think he's almost kind of burnt his Premier League bridges. Like, I can't see... Because he's not going to drop down the level. No. And I can't see him going to any of the top clubs. Like, I don't think the top six want Mourinho in their lives. 
Yeah, I think it comes with too much baggage. And I feel, so therefore you say to yourselves, okay, well, let's look across Europe. Some of those other big teams might want a piece of Mourinho, but they've also got to know what the baggage that comes with him. And I think he's probably too good for international management at the moment. Right. Maybe he goes China, maybe he goes America, but I can't see him for a little while at least coming back to a top European club. Okay. I'm going to have to say I disagree. See, I think at this moment in time, I think there's one club that I can see him going to. It's possibly two. Possibly two. Who were, current, who were currently restructuring. Uh, and the two are, I can see him either at Real Madrid or I can see him at um, Bayern Munich. Uh, Bayern Munich would be my favourite at this moment in time because they're going through transition. But they do they they need some. Bayern sort Munich would of... be your favourite at this time. Yeah. Bayern Mourinho at Bayern. Yeah. Munich. Come on, that right. doesn't fit at all. Bayern Munich don't spend money like that. Huh? Like it's no, they do. They do spend money like that. But no, on they, they spend money. Like they that spend... In, on German players in their own. Yes. League. Mourinho's not that. But guy. hold on. Oh, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Though. Let me finish. Mourinho oh, is that guy. Mourinho is that guy, but at the moment they want to buy new players. In terms, they're looking to buy new players or new stars, and those stars come with ego. And how best to manage that ego in your club and still continue winning, which they must do. For Bayern Munich, that'll be um, that'll be Mourinho, I think. Right, and they will go out and they'll buy. They'll be in the running to buy. Um, um, what's that guy? Isco, for example, at Real Madrid. They'll be in the running to buy. Um, oh God, I've forgotten the guy at Inter Milan, Icardi, as a striker, because Lewandowski is is nine hundred years old now. He get he's getting on a bit, so they need another striker. And to continue winning, that's not with a young manager. And who who gets in old type of managers who've been through it? That's Bayern Munich. That's their DNA. That's that's how they do it. They win that league by making those teams around them worse by just taking their better players. They have no idea where they're going to play them, but they just take their best players. And that's what uh, I can see them doing it again. They went with a young manager recently, and look how it's worked out for them. It's not worked out again. Do you think they need a Mourinho? Like, no, no, no. That's this one it's, destination. It's, that's one destination. But the other one, the other one is Real Madrid. Because they need an ego that's going to take away from the chairman. Somebody who's going to, because the fans want the chairman out now. Right? And they need somebody who's going to, again, they'll buy big, they'll buy whoever's out there and to win now. They don't, it doesn't have to be young. It could be anybody. They'll buy big and they'll buy now. But do you think again. they want Mourinho again after already having him? It's like, not about it's not it's not about having they'll handle his ego because he will calm his ego down for Real Madrid. Right? He, he but, clearly didn't the first time. But, no, he did. He did the yeah. first time. He did, but then he couldn't hang on to it for into his I think he was into his third season and then he went mad again. They need if he gets them back up there and and winning, which he probably will do at Real Madrid and in with a chance of winning their league, they'll be happy with that. Look where they are now. They're struggling to qualify for the Champions League. In the league. Mm. That, and that's and this is Real Madrid. It's all uh, and it's all about Galacticos with them and 
he will bring that back for them. That's all they'll care about. They 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 won't want nothing else other than to get back winning, put us back, put our name back on the map, get us in the headlines, get the world talking about us. And he would do that. He will tick that box. So I can see him being there again, but it wouldn't be long term. It will be like one year, two seasons, then you're gone. And he will accept that. And then he might go off and do his um, uh, national manager's job or whatever. But I think he's got, and I think he sees that himself, he's got one more big club in him left. And then he would have done the rounds. And then that's it. And it won't be PSG. They're just, they're, Arsene Wenger inspired. They, they they want young, intelligent managers who who can manage young players, and that's what they want. So I can see it being the old dogs of Europe. It'll be it'll be um, uh, Bayern Munich. It'll be um, Real Madrid. It might even be Juventus if Allegri goes at the end of the season. Anybody that can continue the winning run, that's all they want. Okay, so let me just recap that. So, so Nate, you believe Jose's days are numbered. We're not going to see him again for a number of years. And if it's a number of years, then will we ever see him again? Maybe not. And Del, you think that he's going to be back soon because the two clubs in rebuilding, um, Bayern Munich and Real Madrid. Yeah, end of the season, in the summer. He'll be back in the summer. And there's even a shot at Juventus coming in as they've got money to burn, it seems, and possible managers. I think they burn, I think they burn it now. Well, there you go. Okay. So, we'll have to wait and see and, and see what happens with Jose. Um, I'm not totally against him coming back. Just I don't think I want him in the Premier League. I, I don't mind him if he's at the... I can't see him in the Premier yeah. League. Yeah, I think he's done with this league. He's I, done I, it, yeah. Just he's take more his rants and his stupidness and his, 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 his gameplay with the press. It's just boring to me. Um, but, yeah, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. So, Let's 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 finish off with well no actually we've got a couple more things to finish on we've got plenty of time we've got clubs on the up it's a new section of I thought we should bring in and we should talk about clubs that are trying to break into this top six now so you know you got the you got the Arsenal's yes Nate you've crept back into the top six <laughs> <laughs> never you, left you never left you got you got Arsenal May United are now back obviously and never really gone Man City Liverpool Tottenham. Um, I missed Chelsea. Chelsea. That, that, that's the top six. They're the big six clubs in 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 the league now, um, but there's teams who have aspirations to be amongst them. And this week, I just want to focus on one team um, trying to to be there, and, and that's West Ham. And let me give you some backstory on, on why I think they're trying to position themselves as a top six club. Obviously, they've been in relegation for the last three, four seasons every year, um, but they claim to have. A sixty-six potential potential sixty-six thousand seat stadium. Um, they sell out every week of their current fifty odd thousand seat stadium. They say they've got a um, a waiting list for season tickets that any any club will be would die for, and they've got money to burn. And the owners willing to invest in a club and owners who turn up week in week out, unlike other clubs. So let's discuss our West Ham on the up. Is that I mean, and they've, 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 if you look at their manager, they've got a new forward-thinking manager. And I listened to um, who's that guy? He's a he's a player for West Ham, um, Mikel uh, Antonio. Lovely guy. Don't really rate him as a football player, but nice guy. He's come through the hard way. Respect to him. 
But he actually turned around and said that the new manager believes that he treats them all like winners. And he's used to playing at the best clubs and he just treats them like winners and how he doesn't he expects them to do well. So that's given them the confidence to believe they should go into games winning every game. And I, I don't know what mumbo jumbo um he's he, um the manager's putting over their eyes, but I don't believe that for one second. Um that they're winners. I think there's a lot of dead players in that group, but obviously there's this new kind of wave of West Ham coming through where they believe in the hype. Um, so where do you guys see them, Nate? Where do you see West Ham? Are, are they going to be up there challenging next year if they stay in the Premier League this year? I'm probably likely they will stay in, but where do you see them next year? I think West Ham will be, but I don't think they'll be challenging for top six. I think West Ham will probably be trying to battle for top ten. Yeah, I'm assuming, I believe that. I think they should be up there as a, as... The owners have invested heavily within this club and they've invested within a manager. They've got Pellegrini, a mm. manager that has one staff. They went, and to be fair, they went and spent money that they've never spent before. Do you know what I mean? I think the season just gone. Like, I think trans- last transfer window they spent, was it 35 million on Anderson? They spent 22 and a half million on Dirk. They spent money. Do you know what I mean? That's money that they would normally not have spent for those kind of players. And yep. it is making a difference. And you've got to think about it realistically. Yeah, I hear what you say. It's like a bit of a dead team because it is a bit like um, a Arsenal, Man City, re- not rejects, but just, I mean, like almost like anybody that's played for a top club like Arsenal, Man City, they've taken. Yeah. Whether it's be Wilshire, whether it be Samir Nasri, whether it be Fabianski, they've all played at Arsenal or Man City. And um, all the players good enough. Uh, so it's kind of like it is players on that end of the kind of spectrum but I think realistically it's West Ham so they've had to kind of go out and get what they they can get I okay. think they played exciting the other day when they played Arsenal I'll be honest with you they played alright so I mean I'll be honest in it like Arsenal played rubbish but they played alright <laughs> that, that game I'm not going to take anything away from them yeah. and I think they're on that kind of cusp of them Everton Wolves like that kind of they're not really going to get into Europe yet but they'll push as hard as they can okay but then when I say being a top six club then you've got the incident with Anatovic and he's probably their best player or one of their best players and he's made it very clear that he's off he's off I don't know no part of this I'm not waiting around for a couple of years for you to decide to get into Europe so if and they've happened before because it seems that their model is you know what we're going to do this by getting a great signing. The fans will be on side. The fans will love him. And then what happens is that player decides, I'm too good for this club. Dimitri Payet yeah. um, um, happened two seasons ago or last season. Can't remember. And then it was, um, and then this season, um, Anatovic. Next season, it'll probably be Felipe Anderson after he realizes, hey, I'm actually better than all of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm off to. Yeah. Um, I think your question is, where are they on the up? Um, yeah. And at this moment in time, you, you have to say there's a positive um, outlook to West Ham. But uh, isn't that just their DNA? There always comes a time when there's a positive outlook to West Ham. And then they do what West Ham do. They find a way to ruin it. They find a way to mess it up. Let's not forget, Payet 
came in and they said, oh, you're a really great player. We love you. He had one good season. And then they went, you know, you're one of the best players around here. Here's 150 grand a week. So that when he said, I'm off, they were like, no, no, you're, no, you're, not. you're staying. Okay, I'm going to go on strike then. And they're like, oh, damn, we can't afford that to happen. We've got to let him go. And it's that kind of, if the, if the, if the, um, their owners don't overstep themselves, they are on the up. They need to do it gradual. But you can see the owners will, every time they get a little bit of positivity, they keep, their owners keep coming out and saying, oh, we're just on the tails of, um, we're right behind Arsenal. We're going to follow the Martin Wenger method. Or um, we're just as big as Tottenham now. We've got this stadium. We're getting 66,000. This is the cheapest season ticket in London. Yes, but it's, it's just built on sand rather than firm foundations. You know I mean, they're, they're patting themselves. They're almost dislocating their shoulders at the moment about this new guy. Um, what's his name? What's his name? Rice. Um, yeah, Declan know. Rice. Declan Rice. And you just know the minute some, let's say it's Man City, if they come in and go, you know what, we think you're the new Fernandinho, he's going to say, you know what, lads, I'm off. Love being here, but I want to go and win trophies. Fair play to him. But then that will just suck the wind out of. But they're busy patting themselves on the back rather than saying, "Right, we need to add to this guy." You mustn't forget your goalkeeper's ex um, Arsenal. He's been around for ages. You have no new young goalkeeper coming through. Your right back is thirty-seven, right? Your left back is injury prone. Your best centre half is still coming back from injury. The one you got the up is twenty-two million. How long will he stay? Yeah, there's not a solid foundation there. They're riding that wave of positivity at the moment because they've won six or seven or five or six or something like that. But their their owners are already almost getting themselves getting ahead of themselves, talking about Europe and and things like that. You think, whoa, whoa, whoa! You started <laughs> the season losing three of your first four games. Yeah, calm. Do you know what I mean step by? And I don't mean they're not going to do well this season, but step by step. And then your best player from last season wants to leave. The best thing they could do is like, you know what? You want to leave? Be gone. The club is bigger than you. Be gone. But they're going to string it out, pretend to fight for him, take the money in the end, invest it, buy another guy who's then going to be good for half a season and want out. And that's this current set of owners' way it would seem. Mm. If they if 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 they pace themselves and say right, you know what, we've got a good start here. Let's stick this out, manager. How are we going to replace this guy, this guy, this guy? What youth player we got coming through and build? Then they could be on the cusp of a good moment. But I think they'll get ahead of themselves and ruin it. The owners, not the the, the manager or the players. As long as they keep their star man Andy Carroll, I mean, it's all it's all good in the hood, isn't it? <laughs> Well, good, has, has he got? Has he got an He's got. I'll tell you. It wouldn't surprise me if they give him an option for another year. They're, they're mad. He turned around and said that he wants to stay. He loves the club. Blah 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 blah. Just show me where to sign so I can sign. I'm. I'm about to be injured any second now. Yeah. So but is that not what? Is that not what they did with Jack Wilshire? Did they not parade Jack Wilshire up and down? Look what we've done now. We've got this. He's an England player. 
He's brilliant. He's done it. And not knocking any of that, you just went on the backside. Yeah, but you do know he's injury prone. No, no, no. He's turned the corner. He's had extra special training. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I think he's a little bit injury prone. Just being well, negative. I... He's just being negative. You guys don't know about him. I think, listen, Arsenal refused to give him a contract that wasn't that wasn't appearance based. And he and they've developed him. Now if they know he's injury prone, they must know something. And these doctors have been treating him those doctors there have been treating him for years. And if yeah. they and if they refuse to so it's not just about um he's injury prone. It could be that the pressures of premiership football, which is only getting faster, is too much for his body, so he can't play week in, week out. But that's not how they're going to manage it. And then, look at him, he broke down again. And you think, it's a shame, but you could see that coming. Yeah, I, I mean, as you, as um, Nate said, I, I could see Andy Carroll signing a new deal. I, 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 you've got to keep your starmen happy, and that's what they do. They're, they're, they're very much a club, for me, that's built on the marquee signings. That They're not... As you, as you said as well, though, it's not about a club as such. As long as we have a marquee name in front of the in front of the shop window, all is good. We've we've got a Jack Wilshire, we've got a Andy Carroll, an Anderson. Yeah, that's, that's, that's their wrong mentality. But West Ham were good when they had youngsters coming through, yeah. and they would stay there for a number of years. Yeah, but they and were they, so didn't realize they were good. <laughs> they, well, no, they did, but like they. No, the club didn't realize what they had. Yeah. They just went, "Oh, there's another one." They didn't. The club didn't realize how good they were. If they would have kept them for any length of time, they, they... no, no, they just saw the money. That's yeah. that, that's where it was. The owner saw the money, and they and they, but they think a big trend. They're so desperate to copy other clubs like Tottenham, like Arsenal. They just want to have that big transfer come through and say, "Oh, look how much money we got in from, and this is how we're going to invest it." You think, why not just hang on to him? Why not yeah. just build the the club around the guy? Or trying that, but they won't. They won't. They they'll continue, and you can see right. Declan Rice will be the next one, and the fans will be crying in the street, tearing up their season tickets before putting them back together again, and then get, getting back down to the Emirates Stadium, and just, just, not Emirates. Just, Stadium, sorry, uh, the um, London Stadium, and th- th- that's just the West Ham way. And then, yeah. and then we'll see if Karen Brady wants to make another appearance on another season of The Apprentice. And <laughs> yeah, the cycle mean? just continues, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just what they do. It's just, yeah. it's just what they do. All right, all right. Well, guys, we've come to another end of another episode. We've we've, had, we've got more topics to talk about, but we just run out of time, so we'll save them for another episode. And um, I'm sure you'll both be back to spread your wise words on the on the events and action that's going on in, in the game. So, yeah, have a good evening, have a good morning, have a good night, wherever you are listening to this, and um, we'll be back. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Take it easy. Enjoy it. Bye. And we're done for another week. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week, providing you with the latest news in football. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back, providing you with great content.